coming up next on the Holistic Wealth Podcast. Each of us comprises 7 octillion atoms and 37.2 trillion cells uniquely formed to manifest the beauty of something singular or natural abilities and talents. And that is absolutely true. And as it relates to imposter syndrome, it's unbelievable that we have to really look within. So instead of looking outside for validation of by getting the highest position, getting the highest salary. You're listening to the Holistic Wealth Podcast with host Keisha Blair, author of Holistic Wealth and founder of the Institute on Holistic Wealth. And now, here's your host, Keisha Blair. Welcome to the Holistic Wealth Podcast. And today we have a special solo episode on imposter syndrome and five critical steps that will help you to overcome imposter syndrome. So this is a very important topic and it's so timely given the world we live in today with the influence of the media, social media, television and all of that. So before I get into the meat of this episode, I just want to say that the Holistic Wealth podcast is sponsored by the Institute on Holistic Wealth. And you can check out the Institute's website for a range of resources and courses and tools to help you live a holistically wealthy lifestyle. The website is www.instituteonholisticwealth.com. And very specific to this episode, as it relates to the financial aspects of imposter syndrome, you can also check out the Trauma of Money Certification Program on the Institute's website. Now, it's unbelievable how popular this topic is. And I find that there are a few experts out there that are really, really talking about this topic and really doing it in a very authentic way and attacking it from also the spiritual perspective, which I find is what's lacking. But I'm happy to bring that perspective to you today in this podcast episode because I find it's so critical. It's probably the number one, number one critical aspect when we talk about imposter syndrome. Now, I have to thank the readers of my book, Holistic Wealth, for pointing out to me personally how good this book is to tackle imposter syndrome and for people who struggle with imposter syndrome. Now, if you do, you're not alone. 99% of the world's population struggles with this. I think each and every one of us has struggled with this at one point or another, or it's an ongoing struggle. So what is imposter syndrome? Imposter syndrome is defined as a psychological pattern of ideas. So doubts, about your life, your accomplishments, and your goals. So when someone suffers from imposter syndrome, they may feel like a fraud, despite the evidence to the contrary, right? So despite evidence of success, of their own competence, of their own expertise, of their own talents, skills, and abilities, they may feel like a fraud. They may feel like, well, I'm really not up to the task, whether it's in their career, their jobs, entrepreneurships, a business, whatever it is, they may feel like, you know what, like I'm a fake, I'm a fraud, I'm really not up to this. And I feel like somebody's going to find me out one day and uncover the fraud that I am. And it's unbelievable how an imposter syndrome can affect our lives and really can, you know, affect our ability to, to really forge ahead in a unique and authentic way. External factors such as social media, community judgments, 
all of that can impact us. And so much of this also starts in childhood. So you know how you hear of children growing up and there's this fear of failure. There's this need for approval, for validation from parents, from peers. And so, you know, in childhood, when children strive for getting A's or doing well in sports, strive to be the best, it can start from those nascent years of trying to seek approval from parents, caregivers, friends, teachers at school, loved ones. And so while it's good that we tell our children to do their best, I think it's also necessary to instill in them this acceptance of failure and that it's okay to fail and to get back up again and go. So a lot of, you know, how we are socialized really puts a damper on being our authentic selves and speaking up authentically for ourselves. And it's actually a disconnection from who we are. And I speak a lot about this motivation from within framework in the book, Holistic Wealth as well. That's also helpful. But I find that even when, based on my experience, people have their degrees and their experience, their titles, the house, the cars, the money, they still feel that they're not successful somewhat. And they still feel like they have to continue on this path, this cycle of seeking validation, which really puts us in a framework where we're on this hamster wheel and we feel like we can't get off. So that's also uh, part of the problem. And when people feel like they have to accomplish more, produce more, work harder, hustle harder, constantly, if you're an entrepreneur, constantly besting your last revenue targets, constantly aiming for more, constantly uh, looking at what the competitor is doing and trying to do more, then that also fosters imposter syndrome too, because we're looking externally. We're looking externally at what somebody else is doing, what other businesses are doing, what other organizations are doing. So another way that, you know, you can tell if you have imposter syndrome, if you're constantly berating your own performance, right? There's a constant fear that you won't live up to the expectations of others, whether it's parents or peers or your boss at work or someone else, you feel like you, you're not living up to those expectations or the expectations in your own mind, right? But I think it's so important and critical to realize that you are already whole and complete. You were created in a divine image. You were created to manifest a certain purpose in this life that no one else can bring forward. And it's so amazing that I've stated in chapter five of Holistic Wealth, chapter five is entitled The Incomparable You, because you really are incomparable. And in chapter five, you know, the first couple of sentences, and I'm just going to read the first couple of sentences for you. It says, comparison to others is the emperor of all emotional maladies. It kills the spirit and creates divisions in our social interactions. Each of us comprises seven octillion atoms and 37.2 trillion cells uniquely formed to manifest the beauty of something singular or natural abilities and talents. And that is absolutely true. And as it relates to 
imposter syndrome, it's unbelievable that we have to really look within. So instead of looking outside for validation of by getting the highest position, getting the highest salary, getting, you know, whatever we're striving for, that we know that we are enough. There's nothing wrong with trying to achieve your goals, with trying to best your own targets, but just know that in doing that, you're doing it in a way that's authentic to you, to your values, and not based upon some other social or external factor. And if you're in a business or you're thinking of starting a business or you're a solopreneur, it can manifest itself by you feeling like you're not up to the task. You feeling like you can't promote yourself. You can't market yourself. You don't have the relevant expertise and somebody's going to find out that you're really just a fraud and a fake. You don't feel like you can sell. You feel awkward selling your products to someone else or that you doubt that you even have what it takes to succeed. And whether it's in a business or at work or in an organization or in another capacity, it's unbelievable how imposter syndrome can manifest itself. Now, I've worked with students. I've worked with clients who suffer from imposter syndrome, some very accomplished, highly educated, uh, successful people. And they still suffer from it because of how I think, you know, the way that society is set up is unbelievable how much it's set up so that, you know, imposter syndrome is a huge part of many people's lives. But really, imposter syndrome is essentially a disconnection from the self. It's a disconnection, a total disconnection from the self where we feel like we have to become someone else. And it is primarily a spiritual affliction. So when I mentioned in, you know, at the start of this podcast episode that the spiritual aspect of imposter syndrome, I find, is left out of the conversation a lot of the times. It really is left out. And I want to bring it to the fore because really imposter syndrome has at its very core a spiritual aspect. When we know that we're spiritual beings, that we have this huge and infinite potential, then we don't have to really worry about being a fraud or a fake because we know that we're here to manifest a certain purpose. And especially if you know what your purpose is in life, which is also critical, and you know what your mission is. So it's very important to look at the spiritual, the spiritual aspect of imposter syndrome, because as infinite beings, as spiritual beings, beings who are here to manifest a certain goal, a certain divine manifestation for humanity, then we know that, you know, there's no need to compare. There's no need to feel like you have to be like somebody else. There's no need to feel like you have to seek external validation. And as I said, 99% of people on the planet suffer from this. And especially when we forget our own divinity, our own uniqueness, and we feel like, you know, we have to compare or we have to keep moving this yardstick for some reason. So a spiritual understanding of who we are is so critical. And in Holistic Wealth, I spoke about spiritual self-renewal. There's an entire chapter on spiritual self-renewal in the book. 
And if you have a copy of the book, I would advise you to just go to that chapter as well as chapter five, as well as other chapters that I'll reference in this episode. But they're so critical, especially spiritual self-renewal for, you know, looking into imposter syndrome. Spiritual self-renewal is in chapter 19. And I spoke about the four laws of spiritual self-renewal. And if we look through the four laws really quickly, we can get a sense of how to apply it and why it's so critical, why it's so critical to looking into imposter syndrome. So spiritual self-renewal basically is renewing yourself on a day-to-day basis spiritually. So it's getting in touch with your inner self so that all these external things that we tend to look towards for validation become less and less important in our lives. So it's spiritual self-renewal is about taking time to rejuvenate, letting the past go so a new you in a new phase of life can be born. It's a very powerful thing and it's something that I advise people to do every single day. Now, if we look at the four laws of spiritual self-renewal really quickly to get through this, then we can apply the four laws to, to imposter syndrome. So number one is, is take a, a personal inventory. And as it relates to imposter syndrome, you know, self-awareness is key. So like, what is the main area where you feel this way, where you feel like a fraud or a fake? Is it in your business? Is it in your career? What is causing these feelings? And really look, you know, within. So in the first law, in terms of taking a personal inventory, I think about, you know, I've outlined here about looking into negative thoughts and looking into where those thoughts are coming from and looking into gratitude and priorities, things like that. And as you go through the chapter, you'll pick up more tips and strategies, right? And then number two is renew your hope and motivation. So, so much of, you know, imposter syndrome is also about feeling anxiety and feeling anxious because you feel like a fraud and renewing your hope and motivation on a daily basis helps with that as well as law three in terms of spiritual transformation. So a conscious commitment, right? To self-discipline and active service. So all of that helps. So those are, you know, really critical pieces of spiritual self-renewal that I think are so critical to imposter syndrome. And so I want to go through five ways to overcome imposter syndrome. And spiritual self-renewal is definitely a big part of that. And so number one, if we look at five ways we can overcome imposter syndrome, number one, self-awareness. Self-awareness is key. So acknowledge it. Acknowledge that you are dealing with or struggling with imposter syndrome. That's the first step is to to really acknowledge it and become self-aware. And in holistic wealth, I spoke about scarcity mindset, which is opposite from the holistic wealth mindset. And when we're feeling that scarcity and lack in our lives, that scarcity mindset can really lend itself to imposter syndrome, right? Because you're feeling a lack of something And that's causing you to feel like a fake or feel like a fraud. It's that lack of something. So really looking within and really, you know, writing down, as I said, with those four laws of spiritual self-renewal, really zeroing in on where you feel, where you feel it most and how do you feel vulnerable. In the book Holistic Wealth, I also spoke about the inner critic 
silencing the inner critic and dealing with healing your inner child. So number two, number two in terms of ways to overcome it would be healing the inner child and dealing with your inner critic. Because every single time, you know, it pops up, there's going to be that negative messaging, that inner critic that judges and dispenses a verdict and tells you, you know, you're not enough or you don't have what it takes. You will never be able to do this as well as X, Y, Z. So silencing the inner critic and healing the inner child, dealing with feelings of unworthiness. Any feelings of lack that stemmed from childhood or any negative messaging that you've been hearing from, you know, people in your life. In chapter two in the book, I, I talked about the naysayers and also dealing with that. So any toxic influences in your life. So that's number two. Number three is to stop comparing. So I spoke about chapter five in the book in terms of comparison to others. And that's what number three is about. It's about giving up comparing yourself, constantly comparing yourself will cause more issues in terms of imposter syndrome. But focus your energy within. Because when we compare ourselves, we're still looking externally, still looking externally, still looking for validation externally. So really channeling your goals and your priorities. And when we talk about you manifesting a certain purpose in life, that's really unique to you. So when you stop comparing, you give up the comparisons then it's easy to focus, right? Really with blinders on your unique mission, your unique purpose. And so there's no need to focus on anybody else's, you know, mission. There's no need to focus on what anybody else is doing because you were put here. You were uniquely placed here to manifest that unique purpose. And once you know that and you purpose that in your heart, then there's no need to feel like you're not good enough because you were placed here for that. You were equipped with whatever you need for that. You're already, already equipped for that. So number four, living intentionally by design. So I often say holistic wealth is living intentionally by design. And when we live intentionally by design, here's a good example that I mentioned in the book as well. Each day we make 50,000 decisions. So you can imagine if we're living intentionally by design, we're making those decisions mindfully, not mindlessly, mindfully. And so it can range from anything from what you eat for breakfast, the route you drive to work, what you say to your kids, what you say to yourself on a daily basis, any decision that you can think of that you make. We make 50,000 decisions decisions each and every single day when we learn to live by design we learn to make those decisions from a very mindful perspective and so it keeps us on the straight and narrow because we're doing it mindfully and we're making those decisions strategically and so it helps with imposter syndrome because we're not just going with the crowd we're not just following what everybody else is doing We're making these decisions mindfully. So self-trust, it fosters self-trust. It fosters self-power, self-reliance, self-advocacy, self-awareness, because we're going through life in a more authentic way. 
I'm making these decisions for me to empower my own purpose, to empower my own life. I'm not just going with the crowd. I'm not just doing this for validation. I'm not just doing this because so-and-so thinks I should be doing it. I'm doing it because I'm living my life authentically. So that's also outlined in the book in terms of living intentionally by design. Number five, positive self-talk. Now in the book, I talk about flipping the script and really empowering ourselves with messaging that, you know, will allow you to move forward and not feel a lack of self-confidence because so much of imposter syndrome fosters a lack of self-confidence. And so each time you do that, you build your holistic wealth bank account and you, you feel less and less and less like an imposter because you've learned to trust yourself. You've learned to live in an authentic way. And you know, without a doubt, like, hey, you know what? I'm living my values. I'm living my own dreams. I'm living my own mission and I'm living my own purpose. And so when you do that, it really minimizes the imposter syndrome. And mindfulness is so important because as I state in the book, so much of what advertisers play on is our ability to be in a constant state of mindlessness because imposter syndrome tells us, you know what, when we look for external validation, you keep thinking, okay, if I buy this product, I'll be better. If I buy this, I'll be happier. If I get this position, everybody will think I'm successful. If I say I earn this amount, whatever it is, you know, people will say, yes, yeah, she's made it. If I do this, if I do, and then we keep moving the goalposts, we keep moving it. And then we realize we've achieved all these things and we still feel a certain sense of lack because all of that was for external validation. It really wasn't authentic. And so I talk a lot about honoring our own values and honoring our own goals honoring your purpose in order to reduce and to eliminate imposter syndrome. So this topic is so highly woven into the concept of holistic wealth, so much so that, you know, when readers came forward to me and they said, wow, this is a key tool, a key book for people who also suffer from imposter syndrome. I was like, wow, this is amazing because when I wrote it, I wasn't thinking necessarily about imposter syndrome, but so many readers came forward and said, this is the book for imposter syndrome. And because holistic wealth comprises mental, physical, spiritual, financial, life purpose, mission, relationships, it really is a critical tool for that. And when we talk about financial issues and financial well-being, and we talk about financial imposter syndrome so much of that can be dealt with and I know that this isn't spoken about a lot but when we talk about financial imposter syndrome so much of that is interwoven into just following the crowd and following an expectation so I speak a lot on this podcast about identifying your personal financial identity and I developed the personal financial identities framework and quiz. And for those who are listening in to the podcast who haven't 
done the quiz, please go do the quiz. It's on the Institute on Holistic Wealth website. It's free. It takes two minutes. And this also helps with imposter syndrome writ large and financial imposter syndrome. Because once you know your personal financial identity and you start living it, you start honing the strengths, minimizing the weaknesses. It's also great for self-awareness, self-advocacy and self-preservation and to reduce imposter syndrome. You won't feel like a fake or a fraud, especially as it comes on to your finances. If you're being authentic to your own personal financial identity and if you're living out your own personal financial identity rather than someone else's. Because we all are different. We have different personal financial identities. We have different values. We have different goals. We have a different purpose in life. And we're all here to manifest something unique. So if we start from that perspective, it's easy to see why embracing your own personal financial identity is so critical for financial imposter syndrome. And the finances are also a critical part of imposter syndrome, which is why this holistic wealth message is so critical because it encompasses all of those key pillars, which are all integrated and all interrelated. And we need to actually look at all the key parts. We need to look at all the key parts. So it was amazing talking to you about this. And for those listening in, I hope you got some keynotes Email me with questions if you have questions, if you want me to delve further into any particular part of this podcast, because I'm happy to do that. I'm really here to help. And please share this message with others. There's so many people out there who need this message, who need this message of hope. This podcast is really a labor of love. So once you've listened to this, you've had a chance to digest it and you've made your notes, you have your copy of the book. Please do share this episode. And if you can leave us a review on iTunes, we would so appreciate it. And again, everyone have a great week. Thank you so much for joining me on the Holistic Wealth Podcast. Reach out to me at any time. I'm at info at KeishaBlair.com. And of course, you can find me on KeishaBlair.com. That's my main website and the Institute on Holistic Wealth website with any questions or follow on social media and send me a message there if you need to have a great week everyone it was amazing sharing this with you in another episode of the holistic wealth podcast take care until next week the holistic wealth podcast with keisha blair is brought to you by have you joined the institute on holistic wealth if you haven't already what are you waiting for choose your membership plan at the institute on holistic wealth slash memberships to join as a member, you'll get access to free worksheets, advice, coaching, and an intentional design workshop. As you start to live a more holistically wealthy lifestyle, you'll want to stay for a very long time. So go to Institute on Holistic Wealth slash memberships to join. If you haven't read the book yet, pick up a copy of the award-winning best-selling Holistic Wealth 36 Life Lessons to help you recover from disruption, find your life purpose, and achieve financial freedom. 